friends, and welcome to the Adventures with Stuffers podcast. We are on episode 34. Go me. I uh, didn't, I still didn't have anything planned. So we're doing a little something different today. I am now going to be in the hot seat and you guys asked me questions and we're just, we're going to answer them. And by we, I'm, I mean me, but I'm not alone on this adventure. <laughs> See how I did that? <laughs> I have... <laughs> Angie here, and she's going to ask me questions. I'm going to answer them. You're going to learn more about me, whether you like to or not. And if you don't, then you can, I guess, skip this episode. But, you know, we have a little bit of some personal stuff, some theme park stuff, some life stuff stuff. So hello, Angie, and welcome back. Why, thank you. And thank you for having me. I think this should be pretty fun. Everybody likes 20 questions, right? Fun. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> 20 questions. Sure. I like to say just... that I like questions being asked at me, but then I'm like, mm, do I have any insightful answers? Probably not. Nah, this is for fun. You don't have to be insightful, but it, oh, okay, it might good. get insightful with the theme park stuff. You never know. I'm always, I'm always shooting for the insight of this situation. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I posted on some of the interwebs and some of y'all gave me some questions. Angie came up with some on her own where we're tag teaming this. I'm going to see if we have any last minute questions, but we should be good to go. Oh, yes. So I have one other question that I can answer at the end of this shindig that I got because uh, that's a cute little fun one that I just I'm going to slide on in there at the end. Slide on in. Okay. All right. This will be a mystery for me too. Uh, it's yeah. Well, that's <laughs> fine. Well, this is fine. All right, Angie, hit me with the hit me with the cues. Also, at uh-huh. some point, there's going to be like some abrupt weird pause. And that's because Zoom decides that they want more money from me. And we're gonna have to start up another another call. But other than that, we're just gonna we're gonna keep going. We're gonna roll with it. We won't be giving Zoom any money. No, no, we won't. So you will all have to suffer. Correct. I mean, <laughs> if I'm a pro editor, you won't notice, but I'll notice because it bothers me. Alrighty. So let's get started. <laughs> let's see what your viewers want to know. All right. Question number one. Tell Yikes. us something many people don't know about you. Ah, oh, shit. I'm already, I'm already stumped. What is something that people don't know about me? I mean, I post things everywhere and I tell people my whole life story. So you got to dig deep for this one. I know. Dig a little deeper. Disney don't copyright me. Um, Something that people don't know about me. Oh, I used to sing like, like chorus. I used to sing. Um, You wouldn't be able to tell because I don't. I don't really sing anymore. Like if I tried, maybe I could like, if you've been in my Twitch streams, like everything I associate with a song. Um, but I probably sound like a tone deaf freak. I used to not be that way. So that's a fun fact. And I love music in that aspect. Uh, no one, no one hears me actually sing ever. So we're going to keep it that way. And how long were you in chorus for? Three three five years three dang something like that something like that okay very cool see this is why you need the karaoke night on your stream (laughs) no we are not no i mean i contemplated disney karaoke but i also probably will get copyrighted so 
yeah, that might go badly. Sorry. Yeah, always. Dang it, Disney. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, moving on. Let's stick with the music theme here, shall we? Oh, God. Do we have to? Yes. Okay. What was your first concert? Oh, easy. Taylor Swift. When she was opening for Rascal Flatts. That was before T-Swizzle got big and large and 1989 shaked it off and never got back together. So you, you saw her when she was still country, so. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, the OG T-Swizzle is the best T-Swizzle and no one at me because that is the, that's the correct answer. <laughs> that just, I mean, not that her new stuff is like, it's, it's, you know. It's just but, poppy. Uh, yeah, no, I, I stand the, the country Taylor Swift and I always will. I feel that. All right. So, okay. Last music question. Okay. What musical artists or songs do you enjoy the most? Like, do you have a go-to song or go-to album? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, well, I have two go-to artists. One is more like, it's been that this person has been my go-to artist for a very long time. And then I added the second go-to artist, but my go-to artist of all time is probably Julia Michaels. If none of you have heard of her, she wrote that song about issues and that's probably what you know her for, but she does a lot of other stuff. And then my second go-to artist is Olivia Rodrigo because she is the most talented young person I've ever seen in my life. I mean, there's probably more, but for me anyway, yeah. That's those are probably my top two. I'm not a big band person anymore. Like I used to be like the emo pop 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 punk like genre. Um, and then that slowly declined for some unknown reason. Why does the world hate us? I don't know. You grew out of that phase. I didn't grow out of the phase, just they (laughs) dissipated and and now I just get little sad uh moments of when I decide to sing a song it just happens to be a throwback I don't think I have like a go-to band I'm literally going to look at my Spotify but uh, most of it is just like single artists that have come into my heart and love yeah they're all single artists I got nothing for you on bands kind of tragic tragic What what about like favorite song uh they're all i mean that's a really hard question because like i i feel like for me that changes often correct so my all-time and i say this every single time someone asks me my favorite song Mm -hmm. my all-time 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 favorite song is i'll be by edwin mccain but like my now favorite song probably uh body by julia michaels it's a very like uh confidence building song kind of like a it's like a uh self like a self build you up i don't know what the heck the word is but yeah the words i'm a lyrics person versus yeah it's like empowering that's the word it's like a it's like an empowerment song but i i'm more of a lyric person than the uh like the melody and and Mm -hmm. stuff so uh, I really dive deep into that. Wow, y'all are really getting my like little nuts and bolts here. I love to see it. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on from music now. Fine. I mean, if you want to. 
I mean, that was my last music question. So we are going to. Okay. Angie has like a running list. I just want to let everyone know, like she straight up, I was like, Hey, we're doing this. Like, this is what I have. You do whatever. And then we'll just run down this list. So this is, this is what we're doing. Yes. Okay. What was your favorite class in high school? High school? High school. Drama. Drama all the way. Okay. Because I, so I was maybe, fun fact, I was in drama and TV production for all four years of high school. I did not act, even though probably if you ask people today, like, oh, you probably were like on stage and like doing, no, I absolutely had- Nope. I have stage fright. I will never, ever. That's not a thing. I was the head tech and I was president of the drama club though, uh, towards like the end of my high school years. Cause obviously I like first year, if you're going to be a president, I'm kind of sus, but, uh, I was a tech and then I went to head tech and then I went to president of the drama club. And then with TV production, um, I did do the announcements, but for some reason I couldn't get on the stage. What the difference is, I don't know. There's something about camera versus people staring at you that uh, really makes makes the difference in my opinion. I mean, I think that's like your your past has really led to your future in a way, you know? Like you still do so many of those things that like those talents that you acquired during drama club and stuff like that, that actually bode very well for what you're trying to get into today, you know? Oh, for sure. I wish that, well, I guess I took it pretty seriously. I was a very, uh, some, a fun fact that people might not know is while I was being head tech in drama and all that, I obviously for like our shows and stuff, I handled the sound and lighting and you know, set design and all that stuff because like we were a small school and well, we were a big school, but like we were a small club that kind of, you had to do everything. Um, I actually wanted to go to college for like a lighting engineer. I don't know what it's, well, I don't know what the job would be, but essentially like timing lighting and like figuring out like cues and all that stuff. I wanted to do that when, when I grew up. Uh, and then clearly I, I did not do that. Um, is that a regret? I don't know. I don't know if I have the the brains to actually do like the, ed- the, the educational thing, but the creative, like this is how you need to do it. I feel like I would have thrived with that. Um, but that's a fun fact about stuffers that probably no one knows because I don't really tell people that. That's, that's a really good one. I mean, considering all you've done for Twitch and like you make my brain bleed when you talk about it, like always, <laughs> I think you, I think you could have definitely gone into that and been very successful had you wanted to do that yeah I know I mean I wanted to but then shit happens and I my my goals and aspirations kind of just yeah they change yeah pretty much definitely okay all right I mean the next question on my list is what is your secret talent but I feel like we've kind of already heard quite a few of them do I have a secret talent honestly does anyone know a talent that I have or does anyone not know a talent that I have because I think all of my talents uh I'm a talented cook uh I have the green thumb maybe maybe my secret talent is that I low-key have a green thumb and I got it from my mama like 150 percent uh other than that I I don't think I don't think I have like a I can play piano where I can fart the alphabet or I can I don't like I don't have any like cool like weird ones I just have like basic like hey I can do this 
Mm, I'm thinking, but I, I nothing that'll get you on America's Got Talent. Absolutely not, which is why I'm never <laughs> going on that show because I have zero talent for anything. I mean, That's I have like true. talent, but like not secret. Like they're not secret. Anything that I I do well, I think most people know. That's fair. And again, like you you've already like your lighting and you sing. Yeah, but that's- you used to sing. Yeah, that's just that's just lie. I will say, oh, here's a secret talent, but like I low-key say this all the time. Uh my secret talent is be able being able to film my TikToks the morning of. Okay. <laughs> and ha- and you know, that's going very well for you right now. So bruh, I'm blowing up on the Twitter or on the Twitter uh, tick TikToker verse. TikToker verse. But I, I don't know what the correct term is for that. The, that trademark. That's all I got. Yeah. Trademark TM. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Your celebrity crushes or crush. Oh, I have many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh hold on. I gotta like narrow down my list here. Oh boy. <laughs> It's going to take like, up the entire 40 minutes of the soup call. <laughs> no, um, Ann Solmerhalder was a very big celebrity crush. I think my OG OG was probably Orlando Bloom. Oh my That's God, like my too. OG. Like if I had to think about this and I was like, I think I had it like when Pirates came out, I think that yeah. was like my first like real thing. I know a lot of people are like Justin Timberlake or what? No, it was Orlando yeah. Bloom for me, Um, which he, he has aged very well in, t- in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian Solmerhalder, who is one of the leads in Vampire Diaries, if you don't know, uh, which leads into Nina Dobrev, 10 to 10 would recommend, and Mila Kunis, probably on the same level as that. Um, nowadays, like I'm in a very like Marvel, Estan, all of them phase. So I can't just marvel universe people that all that over there i think is a solid one of them every single one um celebrity crushes come and go but the marvel universe is forever something like that absolutely incorrect but (laughs) it's okay i mean you're not wrong there's what like four movies every year 17 uh, tv shows some something like that it's never gonna end I'm trying to think which one out of the Marvel, probably like one of the Marvel dudes is like my top right now. Um, I'm trying to think who I follow on like Instagram that I'm like, wow, I really need to like, like their photos. I don't think I have any, anyone at the moment. So like just Marvel, we're going to say Marvel as a cop out, but just y'all can't disagree with me because it's, it's fact. Have you looked at them? It's just fact. Even yeah, the women. They're all very good looking. See? And that's on purpose. Let's be real. Oh, I mean, 100%. They know what they're doing. Exactly. Oh, no. Nope. That's not. Nope. Sorry. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say like someone else. And I was like, nah, that's not really a celebrity crush. I just, they're just cool. So, nah. nope. <laughs> okay. for all right. And that will remain a secret for the rest of time forever mm-hmm. <laughs> moving on mm-hmm. your biggest pet peeve what uh, annoys you the most in life people no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding uh pet peeve i hate when people this is gonna take some thought 
I like, I have things, but I don't know if they're my biggest pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm gonna do like a generic one. Okay. Um, I hate people that don't put the, the cap on the toothpaste. Oh, okay. Like you can wear socks to bed. You can even like leave <laughs> your clothes on the floor, but I do not like when the cap is off. Like I even buy like the, the snappy caps that are mm-hmm. connected just to ensure that that's not an issue. Does yeah. it get stayed open? Yes, 100%. But I baby steps, baby steps. Before I changed toothpaste, I had a lid that was like, you know, you had to like close it or it got all nasty and I never closed it. So you'd hate me. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh-huh. But confirm. now my, my toothpaste has to stand up. So the cap always has to be closed. So problem solved. That's one way to solve all your problems. I, I mean... It's a lazy way to solve your problem. That that too. That too. Correct. Can I confirm? Okay. What is a skill you'd like to learn? Um can the skill be a language? No, yeah. I don't know if the hold on. I might have something better than a language. Cause like obviously, like I want to learn a new language. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that that's not a real answer. Okay. Probably some technical skill that I just don't have, but I'm trying to think of the specific technical skill. Um, oh, I know something that goes with something I'm interested in. I would like to know, like, you know, the Great British Baking Show? I'm about to, like, just be this person. I want to know, like, the technicalities of each of the different, like, dishes you can bake. Like I can follow instructions mm-hmm. and I can like bake a loaf of bread. I can bake cupcakes, but there are more intricate desserts that I just want to learn how to make and make well. Okay. Like the layered things. Like I'd really want to know how to like the technical, like, oh, you like the temperature needs to be this for this. And yeah, I'd like to, to do that better. Um, so Jackson, if you're watching or listening to this right now, mm-hmm. get your wife some baking classes. That'd be fun. We talked about doing like a couple's uh, cooking class and then the world caught on fire and we haven't (laughs) done it, but uh, that would be fun. And is there another, and then probably learn uh, maybe Japanese. I mean, I want to learn more Spanish, but I know I like with Tagalog, it's kind of like I can navigate my way if I needed to, but Japanese would be cool. Yeah. I've complicated but very cool. hard language to learn for sure Ooh, japanese cooking too a lot of my things are like food related but that's besides the point i mean food is great uh, true and, it is and being a good cook makes that a lot easier i'm like average i could get better and that's, i think i'm interested in like getting better too i don't think um I think I make some solid food and I think I could, uh, sh- uh, what's it called? Uh, grow my palate a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in doing that for sure. Okay. Well, that kind of leads into the next question a little bit. Always. Um, where is your dream vacation spot? And not someplace you've been before, someplace you want to go. I've literally been nowhere. So don't worry about that. Ah. Um, probably tied with, well, OG Ireland and then since the a few years ago, probably Japan. So Ireland and Japan are my top two choices. Um, I do have like a 
a selfish like I want to go to Australia and min- meet Bindi Irwin kind of choice but that was that's really that. the only reason I would want to go to Australia not that Australia isn't nice but like they got some big bugs and I'm not a fan um so <laughs> if that was their only problem they've got uh, sharks everything can kill you fine. basically it's fine but uh yeah so meet Bindi Irwin in Australia one day that is a uh goal of mine will it happen probably not but a girl can dream a beautiful dream i mean that's a pretty good dream and going to the australia zoo in general sounds amazing right i love zoos y'all if you didn't know i love zoos uh jackson does not so it's pretty tragic he goes for me but like he he doesn't he doesn't care about zoos oh jackson (laughs) (laughs) okay well that kind of concludes the non or like we're, we're getting into the theme park portion now like that oh was my God, like theme the basic fun questions and now we're gonna get into the fun theme park questions because what would a, a stuffers podcast be without something theme park related it would be a sad depressing what no i'm just kidding it wouldn't be that depressing and sad but it, it would be uh it'd be something for sure i mean like wouldn't would be, be me. more depressing if there was no theme parks Correct. That's pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So, so let's start with something maybe simple, maybe not. Oh God. Okay. Your favorite current. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Favorite current (laughs) universal ride guys. (laughs) Oh uh, yeah. E.T. Always and forever. Correct. Uh, If we are going away from, if we need like a thrill ride, uh, probably Hagrid's, but you know if we if we don't need a thrill ride we're we're going with et always okay all right how about your favorite defunct universal ride back to the future oh i'll get a lot of shit for that because of jaws but like back to the future was like you better answer with back to the future i mean that's a little aggressive but like it's (laughs) correct i mean (laughs) no to be fair like i i never rode jaws or any of those other defunct rides like back to the future tragic i've learned to appreciate twister now that it's gone Mm -hmm. uh confrontation is probably my close second after back to the future jaws is like top three but like i just have special like nostalgic ties to Mm -hmm. back to the future and confrontation um, so that's why it just trends higher on my list. Uh, sorry, Landon. I know, Jaws, it's your answer. I'm sorry. You can deal with that fallout later. All right, let's 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 move to the other the other southern side of Orlando for a moment. And let's, oh. let's hear your favorite current Walt Disney World ride. Any park. Any park. Can I do a bi park? <laughs> yeah, if you if we yeah, we can we can do that. Magic Kingdom, Space Mountain, Epcot, Figment, tied with Test Track, but probably more Figment just because of the whimsical nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, Animal Kingdom, Kilimanjaro Safari, and Hollywood Studios, hashtag always MGM. Tied between Rise and Mickey and Minnie's, I think. I just like the ride vehicles. Like, I like the technology behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also like the contents of the ride. But I think those are my top two. I'm probably forgetting a ride at Hollywood Studios, honestly. But we're going to, those are, that's going to be my final answer. Meredith? You don't love Tower of Terror. And that's a sad thing. I, okay, wait. <laughs> I wrote it the last time and like I did, did pretty well, I think. So it's getting up there on my list. Oh, I like Rock and Roller Coaster a lot. 
Okay. I just don't know if that, I don't know if that would be like my top right. I think I, I like like the theming and the technology more than, than like the, I think in terms of throw right, it would probably be my favorite, but overall, I think, uh, rise and, um, Mickey and Minis would be my top two. Yeah. I think that's a good list. I think so too. Pretty solid list yes. in my opinion. Well, okay. So the next question, as we're going in a theme here, is your favorite defunct Walt Disney World ride? If you want to go by park, go ahead. But me trying to, to think of all the rides that are no longer at Disney World, mm-hmm. and I can literally only think of one. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say it because Loki. I love that ride, but like, what? Can someone give me examples of of rides that are no longer at Disney World? Uh, great movie ride oh okay that was not even the one that came up in my head but that storm uh yeah see it's harder than it looks i um alien encounter no fuck that right yeah i mean i agree but they killed skippy it's just not okay um hold on uh i have answers but i want to see if i can do it by park Oh, you're you're really gonna dive deep then. Okay. But I think I I think I low key like I would say 90% of the attractions at Epcot have Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think most now. of them are Epcot though. Yeah, like body wars. Oh, body know. wars, TBT, bro. Oh, body wars. Um, okay, probably I want to say the great movie ride, but the first ride that came to mind was not the great movie ride. Okay. But I'll get judged. Um, th- that's what this entire podcast episode is about. Let's be real. I was gonna say Universe Hot of Energy taste. with Ellen De- the the Ellen DeGeneres. Was that Universe of Energy with Ellen DeGeneres and yes. Bill Nye? That was yeah, that was the first one that actually came to my mind. But great movie ride is the correct answer. <laughs> Maelstrom I- is like type top top three, but those uh-huh. were the top two that came into my head, but also for nostalgia factor. So I don't I don't know if I ever rode Universe of Energy, so I can't. Oh, it was probably like a waste Wasn't of it like time. a 20 minute long ride yeah, or something. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Like it, was, okay. it was it was yeah. No, no, no. There was there were reasons why uh yeah, that there there are reasons why it's gone. Um <laughs> but when I when I think about it, you know, Body Wars was like a close, like top five though situation. It like creeped me out when I was younger, but now that it's gone, I'm it grossed me out when I was younger. But now that I'm like older, I can appreciate Ellen's Energy Adventure. I thought it was called Universe of Energy. Is that I think Universe of Energy was before, but one of your viewers is probably going to correct. Oh yeah, fact check. Universe of Energy, and then went to. Who knows? You can fact check me. Don't don't at me. Just correct me. It's fine. I just knew it was Ellen DeGeneres and Bill Nye. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, while we're on this like defunct, honey, I shrunk the audience. Great, right? Or great why did they show. why did they get rid of it for what they replaced? I don't think that what they replaced it with is uh what did they even replace it with at Walt Disney World? Captain EO. Isn't, okay, isn't so that, that where Captain EO is now? Or was? I don't know. Well, yeah, they were they replaced it for Captain EO in Disneyland as well after Michael Jackson passed away. And then it just, yeah, 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 and then it just never went anywhere. Nothing. Correct. as most of Tomorrowland at Disneyland is but we won't get into that yeah no uh probably yeah so the great movie ride and then Ellen's energy adventure which I thought it was universe of energy but whatever heads or tails mm-hmm. potato potato and then uh Maelstrom 
and then body wars is like top five but that i just that's the nostalgia thing considering your motion sickness the body wars thing really like oh i didn't always have motion sickness it's just got progressively worse as i've gotten older um and i also think it i think my anxiety and like um yeah mostly my anxiety just plays into it like feeds it you know because Mm -hmm. i used to be fine with shots and now like like my uh, i just it's a whole thing it's a whole thing but um yeah i think the anticipation is what gets me not necessarily the motions okay in fact of the day okay all Uh, right what else you got for me hit me with the next one okay let's get to food shall we oh okay easy easy favorite favorite sit-down restaurant at universal oh shit you were we were still talking about theme parks uh does it encompass city walk or not encompassing city walk no it can encompass city walk or i should do it by all of them i'll do it by all of them okay um vivo probably at city walk is my favorite um just because i love italian food and uh i like their squidding pasta there Universal Studios Today Show Cafe will probably always be my top choice there. They, it's just a nice, it's a variety, but also it's not too exotic, if that makes any sense. Um, and Islands is probably going to be Mythos because let's be honest, what other, I mean, Confisco's is so hit or miss that I just can't give it the, I can't give it the green, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just, you know, yeah, yeah those are my top three. Yeah, and they also have ginger ale. So when I like get nauseous from doing something, like it's a solid, like, hey, let me get air conditioning and drink some ginger ale. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I think you're you're gonna guess what's next here. Um, no. Think okay. Work. Think yeah. work related. Oh, I, I was gonna ask the same question, but for Walt Disney World. Oh shit! I don't really eat anywhere at Walt Disney World. Uh, Topolino's favorite sit down at uh, Walt Disney World. Um, I could go park by park, but I won't because I literally don't really like anywhere in the parks. One day you've got to eat at the Skipper Canteen or whatever it's called. Oh, okay. This is with the caveat saying that I haven't actually eaten anywhere but quick service, I think. That's what I'm saying. Like, Well, actually, we've eaten at the plaza. You you have some restaurants you like in Epcot. Old Beer Garden at Epcot. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, if we're going, so Topolino's resort-wise, park-wise, I think Beer Garden's like my overall top, uh, top tied with Teppanito. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic Kingdom, I genuinely, I'm not a huge fan of the food at Magic Kingdom. I haven't tried any places that people have suggested to me, though, because whenever I go, I always feel like I need to go, 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 especially yes. at MK. Um, Animal Kingdom, I we weren't big fans of uh what's the place called there's a place that serves you a a a full fish and that place we we weren't huge fans of (laughs) um not what i want to eat when i'm at a theme park well it it was just yeah we yeah um what park am i missing hollywood studios sci-fi 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 probably is our top at hollywood studios but brown derby was very good Mm -hmm. We've had good experiences, but like over the top, like this is my favorite thing in the world. Beer Garden is com- is consistently good. Topolino's is consistently very, 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 very good. Like I highly recommend it. Um, and then sci-fi is just, I love the ambiance and like, it's just a burger, but it's always good as well. Yeah. 
animal i just animal kingdom food i just haven't tried anywhere else i think is my problem mm-hmm. um like sana i've never tried i really want to try yak and yet yak and yet yak, whatever the one is like that's like chipotle but it's in the park mm-hmm. i want to try that one um and like harbor house i've never tried uh a lot of the stuff wasn't open the last time i went by the way so that there's also caveats to these things Definitely. but that's my final an- answer all oh. right okay how about your favorite theme park snack mm, dole whip great answer. i'm gonna say yeah i'm gonna say that universal i don't like universal snacks aren't really snack like there's really no snacks it's kind mm-hmm. of like a side to a meal or like a dessert with a meal it's not like like toothsome shakes are great but i wouldn't call that a snack like when we get snacks it's a pretzel with cheese but you can literally get that anywhere um so overarching uh dole whip is probably my favorite overall theme park snack like tied with like a mickey a mickey what's it called a mickey bar mickey what's it called premium bar premium bar yeah yeah sorry i was like there's a word before bar and i can't think of what it is but yeah disney definitely wins in the snack department for sure unless you're doing the orlando informer meetup then we're all winners because you can have like ten thousand churros that's in true. a sitting with with ICs. So I'm just I'm universal just churro. 1010. Oh yeah, always. always. I really I don't know about this whole churro debate. I know there is one and I know one <laughs> place is better than the other, but a churro is a churro is a churro, and I just don't know the difference. So I'm ignorant and pleading ignorance. Well, Disney point. World churros suck in my opinion, especially compared to Disneyland. Like Disneyland, they're pretty darn good. And I would say they they probably be universal, but not by much. I'm interested to try it one day for sure. Also, happen. all of these will have to be East Coast related because yes. I've never been on the West Coast. Tragic. That will change. Sure. It will. It will one day. One day. Okay. Let's see. Do I have any more food questions for you? Oh, God. I feel no, like I, don't think I do. I will say, for anyone that's a new listener, I do have blog posts and TikToks that are related to food however they i've posted a lot since then and i don't have the playlist like option on my page yet um i could do an updated list i just don't know if that's kind of just double dipping when you can just go on my page and and like try or watch those but if you would like an updated food list please let me know if you prefer a blog post or a tiktok or both i can i can also hook that up um, I could just update the blog post that I probably have already. Um, but there's, that's just the thought. I have a few TikToks where I break down different things. So you need a 2022 list. I think I do because I have eaten at a few places that um, I didn't I didn't have on that list, and I think that would make it on the list. Um, also coming up, I'm going to try to eat at some of the resort restaurants. Um, just because I haven't before. So that's something else I'm going to work on coming up. Spoiler alert for anyone listening in the chat or in the, on the pod, on the pod. Uh, okay. we, we don't know what we're doing right now. <laughs> never. Absolutely. Never. Absolutely. Never. But uh, just let me know. Or if there is a restaurant that you've like seen that you haven't eaten at and you just don't know if it's good or not. And maybe I haven't eaten at it. Maybe I can try those for you before you commit to eating there. I think that's also something that I'm interested in doing. Um, 
because I've heard, I've heard a lot of reviews about different places and some of them I haven't even eaten at yet. So I'm interested to do it. Yes. You need just a week to just eat nothing else at a theme park. I will have to ask my boss if uh, she'll let me take off a week to go to Universal just to eat around the world. Yeah. Maybe wait a little while. For yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to have to <laughs> wait a little bit. Okay. Um, your favorite theme park memory from your childhood. Um, I have two, or I'm going to do one for yes. Universal and one for Disney. My favorite one at Disney. I don't, I couldn't even tell you the actual, like what was happening, but I enjoyed walking through Minnie's. Was it Minnie or Mickey's house? Minnie's house. It's, I think it's Minnie's house when that was still a thing at Disney world. Um, and then my favorite childhood memory at Universal is Curious George play area, Fievel's play area, that whole thing, going down the slide at Fievel's and then getting dumped on by the bucket at Curious George. If you have a kid and you happen to be watching or listening to this podcast, um, highly recommend it is a very, very, very fun time for sure. Very cool. Yeah, those are, I, I obviously never wandered back there when I went, but I'm also about- Oh, I wish I could do it. Yeah, I was gonna say I wish I could do it as an adult, but like it, it you would definitely feel out of place. But it was very like interactive, and I, I absolutely it was my favorite part of the park, and I could stay there all day when I was a kid. Um, and I wish that Minnie's house or whoever's house, I wish that was still a thing at Disney World. I, I know that things mm-hmm. get updated, but that's fine. I mean, when you rip out the, you know, the namesake characters at. A Disney park. It just seems a little sacrilegious, but I won't get started on that. Mostly, I'm only saying that because I'm very scared for our Toontown update at Disneyland, but we'll, we will see what comes of that. Yeah, maybe it'll be positive. Probably not, but a, a person yeah, can At least we're getting Mickey and Minnie's run away. Yeah, I was going to say that that is a very good ride. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's I, an upgrade I, for sure. I do wish they were able to do that, but keep a great movie ride and maybe update it. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. They didn't want any more universal brand stuff in their park. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, they'll be all right. <laughs> all right. How about your funniest theme park story? Mm. Funniest theme park story. Oh, I can tell this. Well, does it have to be like me or can it just be something I witnessed like in my group? Well, it's going to be, it's going to be the, it's going to be the latter anyway. Okay. Um, when I, I used to, when I was younger and by younger, I mean, I don't know, like teens, probably I went to a sport and swim camp and we did a like field trip to universal for like one of our, like, just like a, like a trip that you do at camp. I don't, I don't know how that works anymore. Um, and me and my friend Sam were very close to like our camp counselor at the time. <laughs> and this was when Dueling Dragons is still a thing. And he had never been on it. So we went on Dueling Dragons with our camp counselor. It was me, Sam, one other person, and then our camp counselor. And we were riding front row. And he literally goes while we're like taking off to like, like our first like takeoff into the, in, on the ride, he goes, I'm shitting my pants. I'm shitting my <laughs> And it was the absolute funniest thing that is always going to be like a core memory for me. 
Um, for me though, uh, probably at one of the water parks when I went down the slide in my bathing suit, uh, you know, oh boy. yeah, that was probably also really funny. I, I not at the moment for you, <laughs> no, not in the moment, but like it, it, it was funny. Like reflecting back, it, it was funny. As long as you can look back and laugh, that's all that matters. Uh, yeah, it was not. Yeah. Look back. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can do that looking back, but not in the moment. It was not a, it was not a fun time. No, I, I would be mortified if that happened. I will say though, I did find money in one of the lazy rivers at one of the parks at some, when I was younger and that was a good day. Um, heck yeah. That's when, that's when you basically have gone for free because you've made up your money, but well, it wasn't. I was going to say it wasn't that much money, but like it was, you know, I'm a kid, like money yeah. is money. Exactly. Always. And when you're a kid and you find money on the ground, it's the best day ever. Correct. All right. Favorite time of the year at the parks? Uh, Christmas t- or holiday season for sure is my favorite time in the parks because I love the decorations and I love the different offerings like Grinchmas is like 10 out of 10. Um, and then a close second since, well, a close second, because it's near and dear to me is Mardi Gras, because that was something that my dad always enjoyed going to, but, um, that's probably like Halloween Horror Night season is, I don't, this is my thing. Halloween Horror Night season. I don't count as a season. Halloween Horror Nights is an event. (laughs) That's my cop out. Halloween Horror Nights is up there, but holiday season and holiday decor is always an utmost, like, I love it. It's magical and it just makes me cry. Halloween Horror Nights makes me scream and piss my pants, but I take that as like an event, you know, because Halloween season isn't my favorite. Like, I don't, I'm not a big Halloween fan, but I'm a big Halloween Horror Nights fan. And there's like... A weird gray area we're gonna say we're gonna say it's a gray I, area I guess it's different for universal though because like obviously they have all the sets and you know houses set up during that time but it's not like they decorate for Halloween if you know what I mean like compared to like what Walt or Magic Kingdom does or Disneyland does it's yeah like, there's no during the day yeah stuff it's more like this is the event when these things are visible to you mm-hmm. so yeah solid thank you for helping me out with that no problem all right what what is your favorite piece of universal merchandise i'm i'm contemplating i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm contemplating you can't hear because of the pause but uh bought directly from universal is that the is that the statement or like overarching i mean it could be like yeah i I think overarching like anything you've bought at universal no, I didn't buy this though. Yeah, I I didn't buy this though. Shit. Okay, that's like my most prized possession. Like, I mean, like, it doesn't have to be something you bought physically. Oh, then probably that ET. Okay. Yes. And and for everyone that obviously is not viewing this video right now, she is pointing at her little ET mm-hmm. plush in the the bike basket, and it's freaking mm-hmm. adorable. I agree. I I mean, yeah, I think that. I'm trying to think of what else I own. And that's probably like my most, like that's the thing I love other than like pictures and like things that aren't necessarily purchased by the, from the park. I think that the, my ET, my ET stuff is, 
is probably a top tier thing. Cause I, I will say this, I don't buy a lot of like things from universal. Like I, do, I buy mugs. So my, like my second answer is like mugs, but, um, I, I either buy like clothing or like, I, I just don't really buy anything. Um, a lot of my like display items are Disney related. Um, and that's just solely because I find that Disney has, it's just a better array of display items. Yes. I could buy a bunch of Harry Potter stuff, but I don't, I'm, I'm very picky. I, I think I'm just very picky and I, and I haven't found anything that I'm like in love with that I need to buy right this very second. And I think Angie can attest to this because I send her things. Yes. But like, I, I never, I never feel like it's good enough for me to commit to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like display pieces a lot and I, I, there's just nothing that just hasn't been anything that I, I found that I like. I do also own uh, these OG like postcards, like from the OG, like confrontation um et i'm assuming it was back to the future and jaws i think it was like a four a four pack of those um i have those and i love those as well i just don't have them displayed anywhere that anyone can see so i'm gonna go with my et plush and that's my final answer i hope i think that is a solid answer um okay well there's two more theme park questions left so okay We'll start with this and it's, it's kind of, it's going to lead into the second one, but your favorite theme park, like um, Islands of Adventure, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, like what, what park is your absolute number one favorite in Florida? Universal Studios. I will say Universal Studios side, um, Islands of Adventure has a lot to offer, but I think when I make this decision I take into account like the different decorations that they do throughout the year the different offerings throughout the year the different like ambient things um and Universal Studios has the Christmas tree during Christmas season uh Mardi Gras tents um over- overall it's it's just a better vibe for me now if I could take Seuss Landing and put it in studios I like that would be like a thing um yeah, yeah, but like dueling dragons, bring that back. I'm still, I'm bitter. I love Hagrid's, but I'm, I'm bitter. I, I just miss dueling dragons. It was just one of my favorite things. Um, I think like there are, I don't want to say this to discredit any of the other parks. There are things that I love about every single park. However, I can go to Universal Studios and do absolutely nothing and still have a great time mm-hmm. or like not feel like I have to do anything specific. If I go to any of the Disney parks, I feel like I always have to do something specific. If I go to Islands of Adventure, I feel like I have I have to ride Hagrid's or Velocicoaster or both. Mm-hmm. Um, and Universal Studios is literally a park I can walk through the streets and chill, and literally people watch, and I will feel like I got my value of the day, which you know may or may not be uh, smart, good things. No, I, I think when you when you really get down to like the meat of it, like it was it was your park growing up as a kid. Correct. Like you've been there a lot of times. It's not something that like you visit often enough where it's not like, oh my God, I have to do everything, you know, to feel like, you know, I've made this trip worthwhile and having the season passes too. Like, you know, 
or the annual passes, you know, um, it's just, you don't feel as stressed. And I, I get that. Like, I mean, even like Disneyland for me, it's not, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think I'm ever going to get to that, that point that you are with Universal Studios, just because like, you know, it's like a once a year kind of thing. And you always feel like you have to do everything. So like, and that's what I'm saying. And that's the problem mm-hmm. is like, if I'm not like, even if I make one trip to Universal, I plan for either getting express or whatever. And then I can, I can do all the stuff and then I'm like done and I can kind of just chill. I will say in the past few years, maybe this is like since, you know, the fire of the world, but I usually would do like a pool day and I wasn't doing that because I just felt like I needed to get park time in, mm-hmm. but I'm back to the point where I can incorporate a pool day or like a, a chill day. Um, and I, I don't have any regrets about it. Um, but you, you work your way up to that point and it, there's just a time in your, in your life when you, you know, you go there so many times or whatever. I do say, I will say that I, I have learned a lot of new things since becoming like a content creator that like, um, that takes the time to really like think about her content and like do showing casing different things about the parks. But other than that, I I'm, yeah, I'm cool with just people watching and vibing. And as we get older, certain body parts start to hurt more when you walk a lot. So mostly my knees. Yeah. I got bad knees. And I've got a bad ankle. So yeah, yeah, pretty much getting old. <laughs> they say when they're in their twenties still. In our 30s. Yeah. <laughs> tragic. Anyway. Okay. So building off of that, what would be your, your definitive ranking list of every universal and Walt Disney world park from we know Universal Studios is number one, but now rank the rest of them. Am I including water parks? I'll include water parks. A, yeah, go for I'll, it. I'll include Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, Volcano Bay. That was easy. No, I think those are go. Uh, probably Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Typhoon Lagoon. Wait, we're only doing Disney and... Yeah, we're Disney only doing Disney Universal. Universal. Yeah. Sorry, I was gonna put Aquatica in there, and then I was like, never mind. <laughs> uh, Typhoon Lagoon, probably Animal Kingdom, then Magic Kingdom. Dang, never you wanted to, to put Aquatica above Magic Kingdom. Magic hot Kingdom, take. okay, yeah, hot take. <laughs> and the only reason why I'm going to say that is because Magic Kingdom gives me the most stress and is always the most populated. And now that I am older, I don't have patience for people or things see i feel like that at every disney park but yeah but like epcot yes it's been walcott but they are definitely like updating things and like it's definitely becoming you know a thing yes. um and like beer garden and there are aspects that i i really enjoy hollywood studios is, has rise and galaxy's edge and i really enjoy that as well um but it has gotten a little bit more crowded so meh yeah, definitely animal kingdom is not very popular, not very crowded, and we don't spend the full day there. However, I like animals, so I feel like as I'm getting quote unquote older, or as I've like learned to appreciate the parks more, I can say, hey, I can ride Kilimanjaro safaris a handful of times. I can probably take more time to eat, whatever. Magic Kingdom, I go there and it's just like, I need to ride these five to eight rides 
and make sure I get those done. It's just more of a stressful that I'm ranking these as like a level of enjoyment situation, okay. not as a, what they have to offer necessarily oh, no, it needs because, to be personal to you. Yeah. So I, it's, I, it's, that's just my opinion at this point. Like they, like Magic Kingdom does have like my favorite ride of the Disney resort. Like Spice Man, Space Mountain is my favorite ride, but the amount of stress that I go through to ensure that I get all my shit done when I go is I like it factors into my overall mm-hmm. importance. Like I do Magic Kingdom first to get that done <laughs> type I of thing. Instead that. of a lot of people do it last, I like to start my trip stressful relax by the end of it type of thing and that's just how i way you're a walking zombie by the time you get to animal kingdom yeah pretty much that's Mm -hmm. yeah that's how that goes well hopefully you'll be able to enjoy it well i don't know it could go either way but hopefully you'll be able to enjoy space fountain more once john opens and that becomes that people sponge for the park you know but we'll see if it ever opens talk Uh, to me yeah it'll get there eventually i think hopefully yeah it's fine we'll be fine So let's circle back around for a second. We're going to go back to theme park food and something that has caused a bit of controversy in the university community. You can just say it's a tragic tragedy that happens into the parks, but that's fine. It it does happen. And there's reasons for it. But what are your thoughts on the Monsters Cafe closing? So I actually, I mentioned this and like, uh, I I had to make a TikTok because I'm not a news source. But I had to make a TikTok because this was just out of left field, at least for me, because I like the timing. I just whatever. And Halloween Horror Nights season's about to come up. So I ate there for the first time last year during Halloween Horror Nights. And I thought the theming was fantastic. The food was really good. And they also had like special desserts like for Halloween Horror Nights. And those were really delicious. And I was blindsided by this decision. I'm not completely blindsided, blindsided in terms of the timing that this decision has come about. Um, and the rumor is uh, uh, there's a Minions Cafe that's uh, already in Hollywood coming. And I love Despicable Me. I love Minions, but enough is enough. I am tired. I'm tired. I don't need that whole part of the park to be Minions. Like you already took away my Shrek. I just don't, I don't need it. I, I, I love it. I just don't need it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, we already have like a kid's section of the park, like uh, curious George have a play area. Like that's already like for kids. Like we don't need, not that minions aren't for adults as well, but like, let's be real. We don't need, we don't, we, but I will say I will be open to the replacement. If the food is like same tier as today's show cafe. If you guys don't know, that is probably one of my highly recommended like dining situations, especially sit down at Universal Studios, um, breakfast and lunch. They never disappoint me. Sometimes like the wait is a little bit longer than usual, but if you're going during a peak like time of the day, like it, that's just kind of any restaurant. Uh, but if it's like the same caliber, but like minions themed, I mean, I guess I'll be okay with it, but respectfully. I mean, I will say if you, when you have time or if you want to, you should look up like the menu for the Minion Cafe in Hollywood, because honestly, like when I go back there, which I don't go often, but like that is someplace I would definitely take the time to eat at. Like they just have a really unique menu 
Yeah, I'm like not it's saying, I just like, it should it be cloned, but yeah, yeah, no, I just looked it up. Um, and the aesthetic is very like it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's it's very cutesy. Um, and it does give me like elevated. Oh, I don't know if that's an insult because I like this restaurant, but like elevated like Panera bread vibes in terms of like sandwich soup, soup yes, kind of thing. Which I'm okay with because today's show cafe is sandwiches and, you know, stuff like that. So I wouldn't be mad. Oh, and they have nachos. I, I don't think the food necessarily will be bad. I just mean like, do we really need another Minions thing? I mean, it will bring mm-hmm. the area together. I just wish Shrek wasn't being, like, this isn't confirmed, but I just wish Shrek wasn't potentially being replaced with a minions thing yeah yeah i mean like japan i believe has like a minions themed area and hollywood does too but it's like when when you're looking at like where all of that exists within each other like it's close but it's still like disjointed in a way you know yeah and i i don't know i i need to I'm very open to a new thing and I'm glad that they're revamping things. And the, and the rumor is that universal monsters is moving to Epic universe, uh, mm. which is set to quote unquote open in 2025. Hopefully that actually comes to fruition now that things are sort of getting back into the groove. So if that's the case, completely understand the decision, like, cool. I just know a lot of people, including myself, we're, we're just, uh, caught off guard by by it especially since halloween horror night season's coming mm-hmm. up you would think that they would just leave it and push it till after the the spooky season agreed but maybe they got some big big plans or something i mean, i or maybe it won't be minions at all and you know i a possibility yeah i mean i anything is possible i'm not worried about the food quality i know like with today's show cafe it went through their like buffer like beginning stages and and now I have absolutely no qualms I suggest that to every single person followers friends family all the things um and I've never been disappointed so well I was disappointed once but uh that was because it just it was it was the pre it was the pre-season situation and and like it was just a bad day and sometimes that happens but yeah I mean overall devastated because I actually have only been been able to eat there once during Halloween Horror Nights last year and I really enjoyed the theming and was hoping that I would be able to go back uh, on my next trip, which we will get into that later. But yeah, I mean, we'll see what they do. And and if anyone is interested, I can report on this. And if I don't report it on like my socials, I will probably talk about it on Dawes Does Disney. So make sure to go uh, follow them on Twitter or follow the account on Twitter, not them because it's, it's Landon. It's one person, <laughs> but... Uh, follow uh, Landon at Dawes Does Disney on Twitter and uh, listen to a show on Mondays. We we drop an episode and I'm the co-host most most episodes. So, and we we cover the news there. I just don't like my pod to be like a news thing because it's just not me. I don't I don't. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, on that note, we've talked about this throughout your throughout this podcast at least. Um, and you've touched on it a little bit, but we had a question from a listener and they asked you as a newer creator, how do you go about your creative process? Coming up with ideas, keeping on schedule, etc." So I actually, um, this is a newer 
follower um and they and they listen to Daz does disney and i am so thankful for this comment and just them supporting the journey i'm going to shout you out crispy's theme park adventures shout out um he's super nice his name's chris and hopefully we get to kind of you know build our relationship a little bit more chris feel free to dm me anytime um creative process so this is a very loaded question because I don't know if I really have a process. It's more like this is something I'm passionate about and these are the things that I think people would want to know or things that I have wanted to know in the past or wanted to explore. So I create the content catered to different things. Um, so like my Halloween Horror Night content, I cater it because it's it's coming up. Like the announcements are going to are gonna be out soon. It's about to be spooky season. And I kind of just time it based off of the time of year. Um, and then I just try to put my own spin on the content. And if I go to these events, I try to take videos. Now I'm trying to do a lot more video content. I was focusing on Instagram a lot in terms of like picture content, but that's uh tiktok is where it's at nowadays um i do not vlog i'm not a vlogger i i'm not a youtuber i that scares me i mean i could maybe if if i become that popular in the world but for right now we're going to just settle for tiktok um so in terms of creative process it's really just kind of feeling the vibe out and being inspired by like the different offerings that the parks have and then doing that uh, coming up with ideas is a very, very, very difficult thing. You can ask Angie. I ask her like, hey, I have maybe a topic, but I don't know what to do with the topic or I just don't have a topic and and I can't um, really think of anything. So my one piece of advice would be don't force yourself to like put something out if you just don't have anything. Um you got to make sure that you're like, you're motivated to do it or like you're passionate about what you're going to post. Um, but I do, sometimes you just need another set of eyes. So I will ask my friends, I will ask, like, I have podcasting friends, I have theme park friends. And I say, Hey, when you think of this, that, or the other thing, what kind of questions do you have? Or what, what is something that you may not know that like, maybe I can elaborate on. And they give me a lot of, of ideas for sure. Um, a lot of my friends are, you know, mostly Disney goers. So, and Universal is kind of a new space for them. So I, I get a lot of ideas from my friends and keeping a schedule. The only thing I, I have a schedule for is my Twitch and this podcast, kind of. Like even this podcast, I sometimes guests aren't available. Sometimes I forget to schedule guests. Sometimes... I, I don't have any ideas until the last minute and then uh, ideas come out of the the air like Sunday night. So I don't, my biggest thing in terms of scheduling, my Twitch, Twitch schedule, it just helps me stay consistent. Um, I actually just switched where I won't be doing a set game on each day, except for Wednesdays will be my starter day. I, it'll be less pressure for me for that. And then in terms of posting content, I absolutely do not. I, I get up before work and then I post like 9 a.m., 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Give or take. It's not like to the minute. And I just make sure I get my three out of the day and I space them out by an hour. Now, if I am off during the week, uh, then it's a free for all. And sometimes I don't remember to post until 11 or 12 o'clock. And that's just what time I post that day. 
Um, I try not to get hung up on numbers, but I, I do get hung up on numbers. I am human and I want to be successful and I want to partner with with brands at some point in the day and companies. So I'm kind of working towards a goal, um, but I don't, I'm, I'm not very strict with myself. I also record my TikToks typically the morning book before. Um, and if I'm lucky, I have past videos for my trips that I can share or Twitch clips or stuff like that. So I'm not, I'm probably not the best person to ask this question, but I do appreciate this question being asked because that was my long-winded answer on like, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of just winging it, but I'm also trying to put out content that I'm passionate about. And I think that that's more important than anything else <sighs> and seen, but <laughs> that was, that was my long-winded answer for that. I hope that that helps Chris. If you have questions, let me know, but I, I think the main thing is just don't put pressure on yourself. I was putting pressure on myself to do XYZ thing. Instagram, I barely post now. Uh, I, I post maybe once a week, if I remember. Um, I cross post a lot of my content. It, it's it's algorithms. You just got to play to the algorithms. And hopefully that helps. And hopefully that answered your question. But thank you for asking it. So I know you have one more question that you got from someone when this podcast started. But I also, oh, have, yeah. I also have kind of this final question about you know, life, it's a little more, a little deeper than what we've been asking so far. So what would you like to do first? Um, we'll do, we'll end this theme park segment with the, with a new question that I received. Okay. And that is when is my new trip or when is my next trip? Great question. And the answer is September is my next trip. Um, I won't give dates because I don't want to you know, dox myself at the moment. Um, but it will be in September. I will be doing universal things always. And um, I might actually have some exciting news in the coming months about that trip. So stay tuned for that. So to get deep, to get real, let's end it with what's the most difficult moment that you've had so far in your life and how have you learned to cope with it? Well, we love getting deep and real on this podcast. Now, now that we've just talked about a happy-go-lucky thing. Um, losing my dad is probably the most, if, you, if you're if new, if you new to this show, we're about to get real deep. Um, I lost my dad my senior year of high school. And that has really been the catalyst for a lot of things that I do in my creator life and just in my day-to-day life. Um, the... Uh, and he didn't even make it to my high school graduation. So that would probably be the most difficult thing because it was so fresh out the gate. Uh, most recently, my most difficult kind of milestone in my life was getting married. And you, and if anyone knows how traditional weddings go, you have a father-daughter father dance. He walks you down the aisle, like all that good jazz. And that was very difficult for me to come to terms with. Um I, I mean, my grandfather, my mom's dad is probably my most favorite person in the world. Sorry, mom. But I had him walk me down the aisle. I do have a stepdad. So he did the father daughter dance with me, but there's something, something very 
it's it's just a hard hard thing to to kind of wrap your brain around because you you have all these milestones in your life and you're like you reflect and you realize oh shit this person's not here and this happens with everyone that i know in terms of like if they had a sibling they're missing or a, a different parent or you know a loved one whatever the case may be um in terms of how i deal with it you get and i talked about this on my episode with holly and if you or honestly i've talked about it with my episode with jay too but if you've ever lost someone and you've hit this point, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, just know it's coming. But you reach a point in which dealing with it is kind of just like an everyday, like muscle, not muscle, muscle memory thing, but like muscle memory where you're, you're not okay, but you're functional. Mm-hmm. So you'll have those moments where it's like, damn, this shit hurts. But it doesn't debilitate you. It, it's very like you you kind of acknowledge the moment and you just keep on going because that's all you can do. Um, and I've gotten to that point. So I make jokes. It doesn't mean like it doesn't hurt. It's kind of just the, the you know how people have self-deprecating humor? That's kind of just the situation it's in. It's, it's, it's very like- mechanism. Correct. So, you know, when I go to the theme parks- it a perfect example we were just talking about theme parks so i started going to the theme parks because of my dad it was our yearly vacation and all that jazz and now that i go today since he's not here with my husband by myself with my friends whatever it doesn't it doesn't make it less hard to kind of go to this place that we share together but i deal with it and with that I create my content. I, you know, utilize it to share this knowledge that I've accumulated over the years to help other people kind of navigate the same space. So that's like, that's kind of how I, I overarching deal with life. Um, does that not mean, or does that mean that I don't sit there and ball my eyes out sometimes randomly? No, I, I do that all the time, but <laughs> I think utilizing my different creative resource or creative outlets, it really helps kind of, uh, you guys might not see it, but it's good for me to do it. And you might say, well, you're just kind of doing this to, to become famous and, and this, that, the other thing and make money and blah, blah, blah. If I can make money content creating, fantastic. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't have that knowledge or I wouldn't put this much effort into anything if it wasn't for my dad, those trips we took when I was younger, the knowledge that I've built up over the years. Like that's like the basis of everything that I do. If I can reap benefits from like sharing those things, that's just a bonus. But at the end of the day, I do it so that I can not only like impact someone else, but like it's just my way of coping. So when I make these like side jokes when I'm talking to friends or or like whatever, just know that it's just me riding a wave and mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just how how I deal with with life and and all the hard things because there have been you know high school graduations, uh, college graduations, college acceptance, uh, my grad bash, my prom, uh, getting my dog, buying my first house. Uh, my first uh, relationship that was like real engagement, all all this shit 
my getting my driver's license. Yeah, he wasn't even there for me getting my driver's license, actually. So there, there are a lot of milestone moments that he's missed. So you kind of, after you get punched a lot, you kind of become numb. And I think that that's the best way to describe it is you, you've become numb. That doesn't mean that the punches don't necessarily hurt. You just kind of are so used to it that you just you go on. <laughs> and that's, I know that that might be deep, dark and depressing, but that's like the honest truth. And, and I think tying it back to like this overarching theme of like the theme parks and making this podcast and kind of doing this episode to begin with is I'm still a human being. I, th- these are f- some fun facts about me, but this is also my overall reason for this platform in which I am using. So, well, I, I know that your dad would be very proud of you and everything you've accomplished. And I, you know, it's very cool that, you know, the love that you had with your dad has translated into sharing, you know, this love of theme parks and content creation and all this stuff with, you know, the world. And I I think that's really special. I think so too. And I think this is the first time that I've been able to formulate it like an answer that makes sense in terms of like content create like how does content creating and like grieving your dad and like coping with that how does that even coincide and Mm -hmm. I think I think the biggest part is that I wouldn't have the knowledge that I have or the the experiences that I have without those trips that we did with him and and all this other stuff so I hope that wasn't too depressing for everyone but I feel like that was an important question to answer so it was very insightful the tea has been spilled. Um, Angie, thank you for asking me a bajillion questions. If this is, if this, uh, resonated with anyone, I, I hope you, you enjoyed it, but, uh, and Angie came up with the idea and we, we nailed it, I think. So it was, it was very fun. And it's nice to actually ask you the questions and not be grilled for once. Yeah. That's, that's also, I figured it was a nice change of pace, but, uh, tell, tell the folks at home where they can find you and stalk you on the internet. Oh goodness. Okay. Um, I have an Instagram. I post art and stuff. It's uh, Angie underscore Annette, A-N-N-E-T-T underscore art. Um, I post there from time to time. Um, also have a website, AngieNet.com. You can see some of the stuff I do. Follow me and, um, you know, yeah, maybe you'll like some of my stuff or buy stuff from my Etsy shop or something, you know? Oh yeah, do all the things. I will put it all in the description uh, below the play button, I think. I don't know where the description is anymore. But go go check Angie out and do things. Yes. Do all the things. Um, if you are new here and this is the first episode that you are listening to, hope you got a nice little introduction to who I am as a person and the things that I like and enjoy. I highly recommend checking out my past episodes because I've talked to many a passionate person. And um, we've had some great conversations in the past, and I hope we have con- we have continued great conversations in the future. Um, if you stumbled upon me through the interwebs and don't follow me on social media, you can catch me at Adventures with Stuffers on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, that is the predominant place in which I share my tips, tricks, and all that jazz for the theme parks, as well as my blog, AdventuresWithStuffers.com. 
so go check that out. Uh, you can tweet me if you if you feel so inclined at AsianZing95. I am also a gamer and I stream on Twitch. So you can catch me Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern um, and Saturdays probably in the later afternoon of the Eastern uh, twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. I do too much. I say too much, but you know, we're, we're out here doing the thing. Keeping busy is, is uh, key in these parts. But thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you hopefully next week, if not the week after. I hope you have a great day, night, evening, month, weekend, life. Make good choices and uh, don't text and drive. Uh, We'll catch you on the next one. Bye.